Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. A team that was in last place on January 3rd. The players on the bench are bouncing up. History will be made tonight in Boston. 15 seconds to go as Shen blocks a puck to the corner. 10 seconds remaining. Get up, St. Louis. Get on your feet. Raise them high. Five seconds to go, and the time winds down. They did it. It's over. The game is over. The series is over. The wait is over. And the St. Louis Blues are the Stanley Cup champions for the first time in franchise history. That, of course, the voice of your St. Louis Blues, Chris Kerber, who, when he made that call on June 12th of 2019, was not only a long-suffering Blues fan like the rest of us, but had been a part of so much heartbreak. That that Blues run between 2000 and 2019, I mean, they... Won the President's Trophy. They were so close in 2001. The 2003 team should have been better. Then the team just kind of falls off the map after the lockout and uh, gets sold. And there's a threat of them leaving. And then they bounce back and they're great again. And finally, they get to the mountaintop in a most unexpected way. And Curbs, I I still get chills when I hear that call. Thanks for joining us. And uh, happy We Win Blues Day. (laughs) <laughs> I love the fact that that will always be synonymous, Randy, with uh, with June 12th, with Play Gloria and, you know, and, and the history of it all. And it's amazing that it's been four years already. And uh, it, it just it just makes you really want to know people that say once you've won once, you really want another one bad. And boy, they, they're not kidding. And one of the other things, and we saw it with San Jose when they went to the finals. We saw it with Nashville when they went to the finals. You never know with the Panthers tonight. It's so fragile. We're so fortunate that the Blues won Game 7, right? Because you never know what is around, what's lurking around the corner. You know what, and, and you have to have, you just have to have some luck and, and, and some fortune on your side. For example, the injury that, Matthew Kachuk sustained, obviously impacted how much playing time he had in the last game. The Vegas Golden Knights have been able to stay fairly healthy. They had no idea that they had this kind of goalie, at least to get them through it in Aiden Hill right now. I mean, there's there's so many different factors that, that go on. Look at what, how, how – I mean, Boston, Boston had the best regular season in the history of the National Hockey League in terms of wins and points and were knocked out in the first round. A few years ago, the Tampa Bay Lightning had a, had a season similar to Boston and were swept by the Columbus Blue Jackets before they go on and win you know, a couple of Stanley Cups. Things like that have to happen, and it has to fall into place. And it shows you, too, just, just how fragile building championship teams could be. COVID hits the next year. The Blues are in first place, uh, and, and the season is stopped. And now you're in the bubble, and there's 12 teams, and every team is healthy. And it's a different tournament than a normal Stanley Cup tournament. And then free agency grabs Alex Petrangelo from you. Injuries take Alexander Steen and Carl Gunnarsson and and uh, and Jay Bolmeister from you. And and you know those things are just hard to replace when you're not planning on them. So it's 
you're, you, yeah, you, you take it when you can get it. And, man, am I glad everything came together in 2019. Curbs, I wish you could see Randy right now. He's got his Stanley Cup shirt on, his hat. He's got his blue shoes on. Hey, obviously, that <laughs> moment meant everything to him. What do you remember? What, what specific memory do you have from that time, not just as a broadcaster, but as a fan of the St. Louis Blues? You know, I, I, I went into that. I was talking to my wife about this uh, over the weekend. Went into that playoff series, and, and as Randy said, you, you just have, you just don't know how it's going to go, right? And so you went in, and, and honestly, I took a different approach. Just my my own personal mental approach was just not take it too seriously. It's like literally to enjoy every moment of every game, and and see where it goes. And and it really was. It was day to day, and I, I take that out because I remember so many different things. Obviously, about the games and how they went and. Jaden, I mean, Jaden Schwartz, who had such a horrible offensive regular season, just lit it up, and we don't even get out of the first round without you know his heroics against Winnipeg, right? Mm-hmm. Or small things like like Craig Berube's in-game adjustments throughout that whole series, moving Oscar Sundquist up uh, a couple of lines, go you know in in the middle of that Winnipeg series, change that series around, you know it, it, it forced Winnipeg to play differently. Things there are small things like that, but. There was a whole other side of that for, for me on, and, and for maybe the broadcasters, some of the media travel. Like, there, were, there was a social side to that cup run that, while and a lot of fans will understand this, because so if, if you were at the games and you weren't working but you're watching as a fan or maybe you were at a, a brother's house, a sister's house, a mom, a dad, an uncle, a friend's house, you shared that with people. Well, we shared it with that traveling group, right? And – so the dinners we'd have, uh, you know, going out to a bar on a day off, or things like that, uh, and it became part of the thing. And we had this amazing dinner the night before Game 7 at a restaurant in the North End, uh, Cantina Italiana, I think it was, or Italian yeah, Cantina, something like that. And uh, Joe Vitale had set it up. But uh, but Mr. Stillman was there. We had, you know, Chris Zimmerman. We had, uh, we had a couple of team doctors. You had Ray Borelli, Jeff Wright. We had our whole, you know, PR team, our digital team. Like, there was a group of about 20 of us. And we just had this great dinner the night before Game 7 because you knew the next day that no matter what, it was going to, you know, something was going to end. You were either going to win or you were going to lose, and you were going to deal with the emotions of both. Um, and, and that dinner just stands out to me as just one of my favorite moments of the entire run. Curbs, I mean, there was so many special moments, as you mentioned there, and so many great stories that came out of it, too, specifically player stories. I'm kind of in a toss-up of which story that I exactly like the most, because if you look at the hometown kind of personal aspect, Patrick Maroon and just how key he was during that that entire run, I think is a great story. But then also Jordan Bennington, kind of the no-name coming out of nowhere and the way that he performed. I I don't know. Which one do you think is your favorite? Is there one that uh, you also have? Oh, geez, favorite. I don't know if I would even try to pick a favorite when it when it came to those. I, I think I think the Jordan Bennington story was great, and to me, in my opinion, still remains great. Um, I you know I you've heard me talk about. It. I know it didn't go as well as everyone would have liked last year, but I still think I still think Jordan Bennington is just one of the top goaltenders in the National Hockey League. Um, Pat Maroon, the, the Pat Maroon story is so spectacular because he gambled on himself. And then he parlayed that into you know three straight Stanley Cups. So that 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 story in and of itself is going to be hard to beat. But don't forget the day that the day that the Blues signed Ryan O'Reilly. The, the, the Blues thought that it might get done, 
So we were waiting around to do some video work uh, we were at, at the um, at, at the practice rink. It was at the mills at the time. And and Doug Armstrong said, nah, I don't think anything's going to happen. Everybody went home. Then we all got – then those of us who were part of that, you know, the digital process there got called back and to the rink, hey, we may need you. And they ended up signing him. Well, Ryan Ryan was on a boat. <laughs> when, when, and, you know, and, and so they got a hold of him. And just standing there with Doug Armstrong, and, and we filmed this, and it, it, it's one of the great things is, you know, Doug Armstrong's got Ryan on a speaker, and we're in there filming, and he says, hey, listen, uh, Ryan, glad to have you. We'll get everything worked out. Welcome. And Ryan O'Reilly says, says I, I can't wait to get there. I'm excited. Let's go win a Stanley Cup. You know, and, and, and he said it right there. And, you know, or Bobby Plager handing Ryan his jersey at, at our icebreaker event, which became a, a great tradition over the last, you know, six, seven years. Things like that, I, I think, are, are the ones. But yeah, there, there were some amazing moments of, you know, of like like Ryan O'Reilly saying, "Let's go win a Stanley Cup," you know, in July, and and that that just rang true. Curbs, another one is for all the grief that Jay Bowmeister took here, and the the circumstances under which the Blues got him. Because remember, he had not either he hadn't played in a winning playoff series or hadn't been in the playoffs when the Blues got him and then took a lot of grief because of the hip injury that people weren't aware of how difficult it was for him. But then to see him step up and be arguably the best defensive defenseman in those playoffs and then with what happened the next year with his career ending, how fitting that Jay Bomeister got to win a ring and get his name on the cup that year too. Well, there's another great aspect to that because you remember, so the Blues made the trade with Calgary to get him and you're right. Jay Bowmeister had never even played a playoff game. Third overall pick, never made the playoffs with the Florida Panthers, didn't make the playoffs with the Calgary Flames. But but Doug Armstrong, through his work with the Hockey Canada, they knew exactly what Jay Bowmeister was, and he went after him for a while. It took him a couple years to get a deal done to get Jay Bowmeister here, and he got Jay here. Well, then, Jay, remember, Jay could have been an unrestricted free agent, and Doug Armstrong sat with, with Jay Bowmeister and basically said, look, you, you could go sign somewhere else and you might be able to make a little bit more money somewhere else, right? But we're building something here. You can stay here and be a part of something and maybe win a championship here, you know, and, and, and you may go another place. You may never win uh, something, but we got a chance to win it here and you could be part of it. And it was that talk. So Jay Bowmeister re-signed with the St. Louis Blues. And then obviously the rest, as we say, is history and, and became such an important part of this, of this hockey team. And, and people finally appreciated exactly what he brought to the table. But, I mean, how about that kind of uh, that, that work of Doug Armstrong to make sure that Jay doesn't leave as an unrestricted free agent is, is a huge part of that success story. No doubt. And we will air Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Finals tonight between the Blues and Boston 2019 Stanley Cup Finals Game 7 tonight from 6 to 7.30 here on your Home of the Blues 101 ESPN. And, Curbs, I know this is a, a day that the Blues really enjoy. Mr. Stillman is going to be here at the bottom of the 9 o'clock hour. We're looking forward to that. But uh, this is something that will live forever. What a legacy that that 2019 St. Louis Blues Stanley Cup championship team left in this town. Yeah, it's it, it's pretty special, isn't it? That first one. They, they're gonna they, they will forever you know walk in St. Louis sports lore. I love it, and uh, and like I said. Now let's rebuild real quick and go get another one because I'd love to tack some more history on top of this one. I like that idea a lot. Curbs, great to hear your voice. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Have an awesome week, you guys. Thanks. You too, brother. That is Chris Kerber, the voice of the Blues here on 101 ESPN. How about that? I just did a the and a the, the voice of the Blues.